Good evening, everybody, and welcome to thebobcast.net. I'm your host, Bob Mercer, and with me, as always, is my friend Rick, Rick Woodruff. Whoops, my friend Rick Sawyer out in a beautiful town of Murphy Town. How you doing, Rick? <laughs> Good evening, Bob. Doing just great out here. <laughs> Don't mess that up again. That's about, what, three in a row for me? Uh, too many Ricks in your life, that's all. Tonight is going to be a tribute to moms. Today's Mom's Day. Great day to celebrate your mom. Uh, whether she's with us or not. I know my mom is not. She's in the corner above me, my mom, Linda Ruddleston. God love her. She's been gone for eight years. And, um, of course, I'm with my wife and my daughters and my granddaughters, so that makes it all worthwhile. And uh, But we're going to go over some of the um, calendar events that we've had in the past, starting with York of West Virginia. I believe it's going to be next week. They're having the comedian in, Rick, correct? Uh, May the 13th at 7.30 p.m. at the Smoot. Next Friday, yeah. And then the 14th, the Junior League is going to have, of course, their teen dance, the old YWCA on um, Dudley Avenue. It's going to be $5 or going to be uh, canned goods. I'm assuming it's going to be $5 worth of canned goods. I've not not heard one way or another from anybody. DJ, of course, like I said last week, the week before, it's going to be the awesome – DJ Jack Horton. Everybody knows Jack. And Jack's a real great guy, does a real great job. So teenagers go out there, take some canned goods for five dollars, go out and have a great time. So tonight, like I said, we're just gonna do we're gonna have a um, we're gonna talk about moms. One of the finer people in our lives that one way or another throughout life have uh, directed our path and most generally, you know, make us who the people we are today. I know my mom has. My mom is a very strong woman, and we just, we miss her every day that she's gone. But um, she's always been a, she's always been our biggest fan, and she was always had our back when we needed our back. Had if we did something wrong, of course, you know, mom, she. <laughs> so she had your back tied. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. She had our backside, which, you know, I'm honestly can say that, you know, that was very far and few between for us kids, A, because I personally did not want to have to face my mom if I did something wrong. That would be the worst thing in the world to happen because, you know, just the look on her face alone would have killed me right there. But so we just didn't, uh, we just, uh, us, us kids, there were six of us, us kids just didn't get into that. We just kind of did our own thing. And. Mom knew where we were at and what we were doing. So tell us a little bit about yours there, Rick. Well, I got a little bit of my mom's history here, and uh, I'm going to brag a little bit on her here. Let me get her picture up. There we go. That's my mama in 1944. Uh, she was uh, Madeline Irene Flynn was born on, on the 22nd of May, 1924, in Belleville, West Virginia. And she grew up on her father's 365-acre farm on Lee Creek Road, where he was the village blacksmith. And that farm was originally settled by her three-times great-grandfather, John Alex, or Old Johnny Flynn, who was born in Nakaha, Ireland in 1759. He immigrated to the States in 1797, settling in the Lee Creek community of Wood County in 1810. Her other ancestors were also among the earliest settlers of the area that is now Wood County. Her great-granduncle, Peter Sellers, was among the first missionaries of the Stone Campbell Restoration Movement to Northwestern Virginia. 
He settled in Belleville in 1855, and her grandfather, James D. Toomey, was born in Ireland in 1834. He also settled in Belleville in about 1855. She graduated from Parkersburg High School in 1942. In 1944, she went to Washington, D.C. to work at the Treasury Department, supporting the war effort, and there she met Army uh, Air Corps Sergeant William Sawyer, who was serving as a general's aide at the Pentagon. At war's end, they returned to Belleville, where they were married on June the 2nd, 1945. I was born on that farm in May of 1946, and a few months later, we moved to Vienna, where I was raised with my two brothers and one sister. In the fall of 1963, my father decided to enter full-time Christian ministry, so they moved to Kimberlin Heights, Tennessee, which is just outside of Knoxville, where my father attended Johnson Bible College. Upon his graduation, upon his graduation, uh, she supported his pastoral ministry in South Carolina and Pennsylvania until his death in 1983. And she lived in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, until she went home to the Lord in September of 2019. And here's a portrait that my sister painted of her shortly before her death in 2019. Wow. That's amazing. Wish I had that much talent. Well, I don't have that much, you know, on my mom like that. I mean, my mom was born October 18th, 1941, and she immigrated from the hospital to her house. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I know that's wrong right there. I don't care. That's wrong right there. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, there was some, um, there were six of them. There was my uncle. My Aunt Charlotte, my Uncle Dave, my mom, my Aunt Debbie, my Uncle Bob, my Uncle Richard. And out of that, there's three of them still, or three of them still left. Two of them still left. There's my Uncle Richard and my Aunt Charlotte, and my Aunt Debbie. I'm sorry, there are three. My Uncle Richard lives down in Virginia. Uh, my Aunt Debbie and my Aunt Charlotte live up here in Mineral Wells. These ladies as well, as my mom, were very influential in my life. They, they were very... They always say it takes a takes a village to raise a child, but they were always very influential. They had they had our backs. You know, we'd spend a lot of time as teenagers at my aunt Deb's house because she was one of us. And my aunt Charlotte and Uncle Jack, they lived out in California. My uncle Jack was a California highway patrolman, and when he came back here, he just kind of did odds and ends. But then he became chief of police out in Pinsboro. And those of you, if anybody's from Pennsboro, would know Flashlight Jack. Just a great man. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. He was my hero. And uh, But I've had a lot of influential people, influential women in my life. My grandmother, Betty Smith. Um, like I said, my mom, my aunts and uncle, my aunts. And, uh, you know, now I have my wife, my two daughters, my three granddaughters, who never seems to amaze me the things that, even at age 60, I learned things that I did not know. And they make me see things, especially my granddaughters, make me see things in a different light. So anyway, I guess, you know, Mother's Day started here in West Virginia in Grafton. And it was officially, it was started in 1908 by Anna Jarvis, who she, she started this day to honor her mother, Ann Jarvis, who died in 1905. And she set this day aside to honor the mother's contribution to their children. And it wasn't until 1914 that Woodrow Wilson said, you know, this is going to be a permanent um, holiday. The second, the second Sunday 
in May of every year. So we set that time of year, that, that day every year to honor the people that we love, whether they're with us or not, we still honor them. My mom's with me every day and my brothers and sisters, there's not a day goodbye that we don't talk about her. There's not a day go by something's not done that makes us think of her or we're in a situation to where we think, wonder what mom would say or what mom would do. And that's the same with my grandfather. My grandfather's the same way. I know this is not Father's Day. We'll get to him come Father's Day because that man was the most amazing one individual, Clarence Smith. A lot of most everybody in town knew him. He used to be a truck driver, but my grandmother Smith. Uh, very influential, very, very wonderful woman, raised kids in the hardest of times back back in the 1940s. My grandfather was um, in World War II, and my grandmother did the very best she could, and she raised the kids. My grandfather came back, and he would walk. My family used to own, Rick, you know where um, Jungle Drive-In is, all that yes. area. That, well, yeah. used to be, that used to be family, my family's land. My grandfather would walk from there into town, he would work, and then my grandmother would keep kids. And so I have a lot of influential women, and it's not just one day a year that I honor these women. I mean, I absolutely love them. We talk all the time. Our family has a um, our own little chat area, I guess, so we can just, our cousins, I, I have the best cousins ever, and I can say that because that's my opinion. I have the best cousins ever. I just, I love every single one of them. My nieces, they're just great moms. My daughters are great moms. My wife, just amazing. So, I, you know, I, again, th this is a great day and I'm taking, I'm actually taking them out to dinner here after, as soon as we're done with the podcast. We have a, we have a um, reservation at 730. We're going to take them out to dinner. And it was just another way for me to say, you know, thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being in my life. And thank you for all the positives. And, you know, my grandkids, they keep me young. My granddaughters, they're going to be oh, my oldest granddaughter, Sheridan. She's at WVU. She, they're, they're just going to be amazing, amazing adults when they get older. And I know their kids are going to honor them like I honor my mom. So, but anyway, um, like I said, the... Um, Oh, I forgot where I was going, Rick. You have anything you need to go with now? So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I do. I swear, something shiny happens. It's just like it's yeah. gone, you know. Hey, there's a squirrel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know how that works. But you, I mean, you've been everywhere. I mean, just you and I talking, you have been a lot of places. And, and did your mom and dad... Did your mom and dad settle on the specific spot, or they were just in Belleville, or? Well, they they uh, after after uh, I was born, they moved from the form. They moved into Vienna, and uh, we we were in Vienna for until uh, I went to high school. Uh, well, we were in Vienna until I graduated from high school, uh, except for two years when my uh, paternal grandfather uh, came to live with us. Um, for two years from uh, 60, 61 and 62. He died in 62. And then we moved back to Vienna. And uh, we were there until I went into the Navy. And uh, the uh, summer that I went into the Navy, uh, they that's when they moved to uh, Knoxville for dad to go to Bible school. So at, at 52 years old, 
with a ninth grade education, he decided he was going to go back to college. And uh, so he didn't find out until after he graduated, he was dyslexic. He wasn't dumb. He just was dyslexic. And uh, thank God that now they have tests that can determine that ahead of time and help these kids out. Well, we asked, we asked, I sent out earlier today, um, and I knew you, I told you this, people that want to honor their mother, if they have something they'd like to say, you know, or if they have pictures of their moms, we were going to put it on, but um, I'm not sure if it got out okay or not, but it didn't, a lot of people didn't send us anything, and that's fine. Just honor your mother in your way, because that's what today's all about. And again, I, I don't know what I would do without my mom. She she absolutely, and and everybody who knows my mom knows that she would fight tooth and nail, and she loved her family more than anything in this entire world. My mom loved her family, and she loved each one of us kids the same. There was no, there was no special child, so to speak. It was just it was us kids, and that's the way my mom wanted it up till the very end. That's why when they told mom she had cancer, um, they gave her. They told her she could take chemo and mom said, no, I, I want to enjoy every minute I have left with my kids. I, do, I don't want to be under the influence of anything like that. Um, so mom was mom was kind of diagnosed in November of 2013 and passed away um, January 2014. Uh, very, very, you know, very sad. I mean, it's just still hard to believe after eight years that it's, you know, I know everybody doesn't have a mother feels the same way I do. It's just bizarre that, you know, you can't pick the phone up and call her and say, hey, mom, you know, come go with us. We're going to go. Or in, in mom's case, mom would say, you doing anything today? And we're like, well, not really. Why would you have in mind? Well, I thought you'd go over and get me some fish and chips. <laughs> so so mom would do that quite, you know, or or we'd say she'd say, what are you doing? We'd say, well, you know, we're over at. I don't know. It's we're North Bend State Park. Well, must be nice you didn't call and ask. It'd be like, uh-oh, we're in deep trouble now because <laughs> mom wanted to go to North Bend State Park and Bob didn't call. Hello. So, but she's, uh, I know she's watching over us. And, and again, you know, there's not a day. Go and that's the same with my wife's mom. My, my wife's mom, Ruth Schwabe, my mother-in-law. Just, you know, a lot of people, and I used to sit and laugh and not at the situation, just the fact that people would say, you know, my mother-in-law did this, my mother-in-law did that. I absolutely had the best mother-in-law in my in Ruth Schwabe. Uh, when Amanda and I first met, they both worked at Cannon Clark Hospital where I met her, and they're like, people would say, Bob, you better hope that her mother doesn't find out that you're, you two are dating. And I thought, uh-oh, I'm in trouble, man. I mean, I was scared to death. So I actually got to meet her in the first day together. We had peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Why? Because that's what the woman wanted me to have. So that's what I had. So I miss her every day. She, she was my auction buddy. We'd go to the auction and come back. Amanda, Amanda would say, oh, my God, what did you guys buy now? Oh, it was a skid load of stuff. My mother-in-law just laughed. And we'd end up, we'd, she'd take off and go get in a car with us. We'd take off wherever we're going. So... That's another amazing woman in my life that will never be replaced by anybody, along with my mom. Um, so, but 
anyway so you anything else you want to share about your your mom or no just uh i want to shout out to my wife barbara she's been gone since 2008 she left me for that man from nazareth so well, i'm looking forward to it if somebody's going to leave for somebody, that'd be the place, that'd be the man to do it. And, you absolutely. Know. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to our re, our reunion. I'm getting up there in years. I'm I'm 76 here in a couple of weeks. And so uh, I don't think I have to wait a whole lot too much longer I, to, to go see her. So I'm looking forward that to very, that. I still find <laughs> that very hard to believe. That just You told me that the other day. And for some reason, because I tell everybody Rick's, Rick's like 69 or something like that. And they're like, huh? <laughs> And then when you told me the other day you were like 76, there, there's no way on this earth. You have, now, I hope when I'm 79 years old, I'm I'm acting like you do. So, <laughs> but I, I, I want to tell everybody to go to, um, I posted today on Facebook, and I posted today on the Bobcast.net, our new merchandise. We're going to have shirts, hats, uh, computer mouse pads, shirt, or cups. Just different things that you can buy, or I think those who are going to be on our on our show, I think we might just send them one just because of thank you. Which reminds me, I have um, commitments from from the police chief Matt Board and from the sheriff Rick Woodyard to be on the show. So we're shooting for next week. We're shooting for next week, next Sunday, to have Rick and Matt on here. So be sure to stand by on that one. Um, I've talked to the PIO at 911, Mr. Aaron Fleener. He he's excited. He wants to be on here to explain it. Talk to everybody about what we do at 911. Um, so I mean, we have a lot going on. We're just we're we're trying. This is our fourth our fourth week, I believe, Rick. And we're still trying to get the motors revving, and we're still trying to get all the bugs worked out. That I don't know why one week it works fine. Right before we came on air tonight, we had a little issue with the audio, and Rick kept freezing up. I think he did it on purpose just to give me a heart attack. And uh, we you got to keep you on your toes, Bob. We had to go back in and out of studio to to make it work better. So that's why I think we were like sixty seconds late, about a minute late, or something like that, going live. So, but if you still, you know, if you haven't seen your mom today, or you haven't called your mom or um, just, just do that. I mean, I know I, I know people are going to be upset when I say this, but this is how I feel about it. This is just strictly my opinion only and nobody else's. You only have one mom. You only have one mom. The most important person, you know, a lot of people say, you know, your first love. I, I loved my mother with everything I had. I mean, she was, a, and I can't say this enough, how amazing my mama was and the things that she put up with to make sure us kids had a good life i mean you know with her we didn't know we didn't know we didn't have money we didn't know we, we had no idea that that was the case and uh because mom always made sure that you know to shield us kids from from stuff like that we'd go out and play and have fun and mom would be mom would take care of business her and my dad got divorced when i was pretty young and she remarried, and, um, but again, when we were just real little, um, after her and my dad, after her and my dad divorced, you know, she had a lot of um, adversity 
a lot of people I'm not gonna say that I'm not but anyway mom mom stood up and said you're not taking my kids anywhere you're you're not gonna do it and she kept us together under under some of the most interesting circumstances and but we I think we turned out pretty well I you know I mean I you know I I've been in 911 for 16 years city council my brothers and sisters have turned out well and it's all because of that lady you see up there Linda K Ruddleston my mother it's because of her we are who we are and it's because of my wife my two daughters and my three granddaughters that I continue to be who I am and some of the things that I some of the things that I had beliefs in before they they make you look at them in a different in a different way and you don't realize that until you listen to them talk so I I just think that's you know my life's been shaped by a lot of great people uh, men and women brothers sisters wife daughters granddaughters my life has been shaped by all these people people I've met out in the public people that I know on a on a personal personal and professional level have also you know when I first got into politics so to speak I absolutely had no idea what what to expect and and I had a lot of people behind me going you've got this this is nothing you know you're good with this but it all stems from that little woman right there and I, I miss her every day and I, I thank God for her every day that that he let me be her son and she gave me the life that she gave us so you're you're go sir very very nice things she's saying about your mama there buddy well she deserves it she she was a very just you well, you met my mom yeah oh yeah you, loved her you, I've been friends yeah and one thing about my mom is she loved the microphone now my my oh you think i'm kidding we would go to family get-togethers and we always had a pa system because there were so many of us we'd have to get the community building up in vienna or williamstown and we had to have a pa system so everybody would know what was going on and my mom would get up there once she had that mic in her hand it was over with boys and girls because you listen to what Linda said and it was hilarious sometimes because she just keep going and going and going and going and going and going now you know where I get it and so she but she uh she worshiped it I mean she loved her friends and she loved being with people she loved being with the family uh, her brothers and sisters are like I am with my brothers and sisters there's not a day go by that I don't talk to my brothers and sisters one way or another, be it social media or on the phone. Even my two brothers, I have two half brothers, but we call them brothers down in Virginia, Scott and Jimmy. And we we call each other quite a lot. And it's just something that the family, my mom and aunts and uncles and grandparents instilled in us, the family is everything. You know, we were allowed to fuss with each other, but it best be taken care of pretty quickly because it wasn't going to last long. You don't fight with family. You just, family's there to love. And again, I, and I, and I'm going to say this just one last time because I know I've said it three or four times. I am thankful for my mother, my grandmother, my aunts and uncles, my aunts, my wife, my two daughters, and my three granddaughters. I'm thankful for them 
every single day of my life. And I look forward to seeing where they go, my girls go and grow into. So, you have anything, sir? Yeah, Heather White jumped into the chat and she got a shout out for your mama. She says she was the absolute best. And let I agree with you, her. Let me tell you about Heather White. Okay. my co- She's my cousin. She's my Aunt Debbie's daughter. My mother absolutely loved that girl. Now, I mean, again, she loved everybody. Don't get me wrong. But Heather White, absolutely my mom, you know, Heather even now goes to the cemetery and makes sure that flowers are on everybody's grave. And, and Heather, Heather helps keep the family momentum going. I mean, she'll say, okay, you know, we're, we're going to have vinyl day at my house where we go play records. My Aunt Debbie, okay, boys and girls, we're going to have, this is chilly night on Saturday. Nobody makes chili like my Aunt Deb, but I'm going to plug my Aunt Deb's chili while we're on the podcast. Um, and my Aunt Charlotte, my Aunt Charlotte's always there, and she, and she she makes me laugh. I swear to gosh, that woman, she just, sometimes you'll just sit there and she'll say something, and you're thinking, that didn't come out of her mouth. But <laughs> real quick, I do have to give a shout out to my family in Indiana and Illinois. My great aunt, Janice Smith, that woman's 90. 93 just and she i call her the grand lady because that woman she's never had a harsh word to say about anybody in her entire life and even now she still loves her family with everything that she has and she's just one amazing woman so we shout out to aunt janice in indiana and my family in illinois we have family all over the country it's just the way it worked. You know, Aaron Fleeter, my buddy at work, used to say, you know, there's so many of you people that gave you your own county down Mercer County, but most of them were Smiths and stuff like that. But there are a lot of Mercers. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you guys have your own county. It's like you turn the light on. It's like Mercers, like cockroaches. Mercers everywhere. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that when we have him on, because I'm sure I'm going to pin him down on a couple things like that. Oh, I, yeah. I think it's funny. So... But I appreciate everybody being with us on this special Mother's Day podcast. Um, I hope you know that you, you honor your mother. I know you do because I know my friends and I know the people that are on here, and I know Rick does. And so, be with us next week when we have the Sheriff of Wood County or Mr. Rick Woodyard and the Parkersburg Police Chief, Mr. Matt Board, on at the same time, which in and of itself is going to be dangerous because. They both kind of laughed when I asked them. They said, yeah, it's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're going to have our, our um, what do they call editors? Or our, our uh, what do they call it? The people that monitor the people, content. People who push the buttons. <laughs> yeah. Be, be sure you so, send bail money. We might need it. Exactly. And, and They'll never let us back on back on the Bobcast again. Somebody else will take it over and his name would be Ralph or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> so mm. Rick, if you don't have anything else to say, I think we're about done. I think we're about thirty minutes into the show. Twenty nine minutes. Yeah. So Just for, for all, all the moms that are listening, we want you to have a very, very special day. And uh moms, you're you're in our hearts always. 
And for my, for all those women in my, in my family, in my life, I love you all very much. And this is your day. We honor you very much for everything. And we thank you for who you are and the people you've given us to be in our lives. So have a very good Sunday night, everybody. I'm going to take my girls to dinner and enjoy their company. And if y'all have anything you need to say, again, uh, uh, graduation's coming up, Rick. We need if you, we need between now and next Sunday, because I think graduation's next week or the week after. I'm not sure. Oh, wow. Already. But anyway, we need we need for you to send us your something to say to your graduate that you want to say if you have pictures. The whiz kid back here on Murphytown Road, who knows how to do anything, he'll put them on for us, and we'll we'll give him a shout out for graduation. Birthday's coming up. Give us a sh give us let us know about it at bobcast.net or our personal our personal email addresses whatever, and we shall be putting them on there for you. We thank you very much for watching. We shall see you next week. God bless every single one of you, and have a great evening. See you, Rick. I'll call you. Good night. Good night, Bob. Right. Good night, everybody. Bye, amigo. Bye bye. Bye.